Hello and welcome to You Don't Care About This Band. I'm Joe. And I'm Stephanie. And we're Separator. Uh, this is our third time recording this episode because of technical difficulties. It's a lot of work, but I suppose that's what we're talking about today. This is episode three. And we're going to talk about that stuff that the Spotify CEO said. It's been a been the talk of the town this week, and um, by the time this episode comes out, it might be a little bit old news, but uh, always a good conversation to have. Yeah, and we do want it to be a conversation, so we're going to tell you what we think about it. Um, maybe there's some hot takes, <laughs> but feel free to pitch in and um, and tell us what you think. So um, what we're talking about is this quote that's going around. Um, here's an article from The Fader. Headline is, Spotify CEO Daniel Ek says working musicians may no longer be able to release their music only once every three to four years. Uh, he goes on to say something that um, actually we totally agree with um, because he's saying something um, that makes sense for artists, but not in the way that he thinks it does. Um, here's, a, here's a quote from him. The artists today that are making it realize that it's about creating a continuous engagement with their fans. It is about putting the work in, about the storytelling around the album, and about keeping a continuous dialogue with your fans. So um, that's actually true. Um, But the way he's framing it is that basically bands should be continuously releasing content on Spotify. Therefore, use my platform. Yeah, and like somehow that that should be the way that they're making their money, even though... Um, they play. They pay abysmal streaming rates uh, to their artists and um, are propping up their own wealth by uh, not compensating properly. Not only big artists, but obviously small independent artists as well. So um, we're going to take the advice he gave and actually uh, try and spread out our um, spread out the conversation of who we are as a band amongst other platforms and not have to rely on Spotify. Yeah, that's. Uh you know, it's such it's such an ex- the the thing is it's such an exciting time right now to be the, a new independent band. We're only eighteen months into Separator, and you know I want uh, have it be known that our we are a new band. We're nothing. Our our play count is nothing. Our follower count is not any count that's associated with us is nothing. It's <laughs> <laughs> very low, including uh, income, but. We recognize, we fully recognize that like the opportunities that are available to us right now, as far as like running our own brand, our own image, running our own little empire, our our own business, essentially, is is incredibly motivating and exciting. Yeah, I mean, the idea that a lot of people are taking. Um issue with here is this idea that like bands can't like retreat to a studio for a year or two and then come out with a big you know label basically spending all this money giving them a marketing push um, being forced to go on really horrible seeming um, publicity tours and press junkets um, and oftentimes not really making back any money because the studio makes them pay for their tours and all this stuff Um, this is how it used to be and bands, I mean, sure. If you want to go out for one or two years and spend that whole time recording an album, go for it. But while you're doing it, why not set up a camera in the studio and let your fans take a look at the footage? 
yeah, this idea of constant dialogue with your fans, it is a great point, and it is true. I mean, yeah, he's framing it in a different way, but but I think it is incredibly important, and it leads to how to be successful now. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about the days of of MySpace when I was in high school, 2006, 7, 8. Um, you know, MySpace was this revelation of, like, fan communication and um and bands being very transparent and communicative uh, communicative communicative <laughs> with their fans and it, it was so exciting it felt like this new frontier yeah uh it's something that you can't really explain to someone really you know there's a, a little gap in age between the two of us but we were basically both um at a very uh important time in our life when MySpace came out and someone who is younger than us or someone who's older than us doesn't really get the full effect of like how revolutionary MySpace was. You could actually access inaccessible people. Like for me, um, I know you were really into the music aspect of it. For me, I was super into The Office. I was just getting into the show The Office. It was still airing. All the actors had MySpace accounts and you could like become their friend on MySpace and sometimes they would like actually reply to you and like interact with you on the internet and it was like mind-blowing at the time we had never had anything like this before yeah and so you know obviously now that that's youtube and instagram and and stuff like that um you know so it it existed then and it and it carries over into new platforms now what didn't exist then is something like patreon where where um you know artists and bands and and creatives can can really start to uh operate on their own and and go rogue and have their (laughs) own business their own empire where they're having multiple revenue streams that all meet in one place like a patreon Mm -hmm. or Bandcamp or something like that yeah yeah there's this um there's this kind of conversation around um the the Spotify CEO quote that's like taking issue with this whole idea of he's telling bands they need to work harder. It's like, well, yeah, bands have always had to work really, really, really hard to be successful. I mean, think about bands like Destiny's Child um, that Beyonce came out of. Think of like the Jackson 5. Think of um, a lot of these are more pop type of bands, but I know there's similar (laughs) examples with... um, Sorry. (laughs) Uh, there's similar examples with all kinds of musicians. Like you are working every single day. And I think if at the time, you know, they had had access to be able to reach their fans in this way, they would have been doing the exact same stuff that we're trying to do. And they probably would have chosen to do that in a lot of cases, overhanding their image and their rights and, um, their power over to a giant record label who could just decide never to let them release their music if they wanted to. Yeah, yeah. And and so we wanted to cite some examples of some people that we think are are really have a grasp on that and are doing it well. Um people that I I I feel like really get it. One of them was this kid I found on YouTube recently that I'm sure most people know of called Cave Town. Um he I guess is a a, a band, you know. An and, artist. And, and, uh, yeah, and uh and and young kid and he's uh 
he has a very successful YouTube channel. He makes all the music in his bedroom, and he has a studio tour where he shows his like shitty little interface and his dusty old laptop. And these are the things he uses. And then you go to the video for the new single or whatever, and it's like at 15 million. And he's and he's running his own little tours and, and he's he can, selling merch. He can monetize his YouTube video. And the thing is, there's this idea that like if you're going to market yourself, you have to be super slick. Um, he's not super slick. He's just yeah. doing his, he's just being himself. Like his videos are not like the, the visual quality of it is not great. Um, but you can tell it's really authentically who he is. And that's what people are, are invested in. Mm -hmm. They're invested on him being him and enough so that they're going to pay for stuff. And I think that's really that, that, if any, if we have any big message in this episode, it's, it's that, it's that like, yes, you probably won't make much money from the Spotify streaming service or whatever's going to take its place in five years or whatever, but mm -hmm. the, you can't beat the man. It's always been that way and it's always going to be that way. But what's different is now you can be the man and you can just operate on your own and run all this shit yourself. And there's always something new cop, you know, coming up if spotify can't you know pivot and figure out that they need to have better compensation for their artists it's not going to last there's going to be something else pop up that younger artists are going to be more interested in and that's the thing it's like we're in our 30s starting this band and we absolutely um are looking to the younger generation in how to do music in this industry because they're so quickly able to adapt and make it work um, and make, you know, maybe not make a living all the time, but they're, they're going to adopt any new thing that is going to be the best and um, most authentic and most profitable probably for them. And Spotify is quickly becoming not that. And there's, I'm sure Spotify is not that cool um, for, you know, 13 year olds as, <laughs> you know, right now, there's probably something I don't even know about that they're yeah. using. <laughs> something we haven't heard of yet. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's absolutely true. I mean, I, looking to young people is absolutely what we're doing, um, in regards to this band and how we should move forward because, you know, like I've been saying, uh, like you can't just be a band. You have to be a videographer, know how to photo edit, know how to edit video, know how to market yourself on social, social media. You have to wear all these different hats and every young kid out there knows how to do it better than I do. Mm -hmm. And and that that's the situation we're in and that is a situation that a lot of people are probably in. So the smartest thing to do is to look to them and learn from them because clearly, you know, using Cave Town as an example, they know what's up. Yeah, no, there's artists that are thriving um that exists completely outside of spotify like um you were talking about vaporwave you know that's that movement's been around for a while now but they couldn't even be on spotify because it's sample based and there's copyright issues exactly yeah and so um that that whole movement almost wholly exists on Bandcamp, and you know take vectroid for example aka macintosh plus she lives in portland makes the music in her bedroom just like the cave town kid and it's all available to buy on her, her band camp, links to merch. The Twitch streaming, I, she's been doing Twitch streaming with her new recording, which uh, we were saying she probably makes money off of people do donate in Twitch. 
Yeah, I know you can do that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know if, if she, she does it, but uh, but but yeah, you're you know you're watching her make the new Macintosh Plus album. You're getting invested, and when the record comes out, obviously, you know, I mean, I can speak for me. Like, yeah, I've I've watched this thing get made. I've been amped for it. Obviously, I'm gonna buy the vinyl or like whatever bundle is like mm-hmm. vinyl and T-shirt or whatever, or at least buy it digitally. I want to support mm-hmm. it. And even if you're not going to buy the merchandise or the physical copy, you're buying into um, this artist. I mean, again, she's not presenting herself in like a slick way. Uh, You look at her artwork and it doesn't have, um, you don't see pictures of her on it. She, her, her like Twitter account, like she's just a normal looking person. She's not trying to be um, an Instagram model or anything. And it's very authentic. Um, And, you know, She's recording this album. She's already doing this work. And it yeah, it does take a little bit extra and it can be frustrating trying to set up the whole like, how do I do a Twitch stream? But once you know how to do it, that's a way to connect with your fans. It was something you're already doing anyway. And something that I think like the so-called old guard is really pushing against because they think they need to make their money on their music for some reason. It's like, it has to be from record sales and if it's not from record sales I guess it has to be from streaming like well get people really into your recording process give them that peak give them the access that bands have been give craving them the content give, people have been craving this kind of access that they've never been able to have forever and they'll be willing to throw you five bucks a month for maybe access to stuff that other people don't have that you're already doing it's not like you're going out of your way all the time necessarily yeah that's I mean content is king and uh, and and true fans that are willing to to invest and and pay five or ten dollars a month for whatever additional content you're offering and updates and stuff like that, you know, is is really the the currency here. And that and that's that's what I really want to reiterate in this episode is that that's what we're gonna be chasing. And I hope that you guys do the same. If you're a musician or a band or any sort of artist, I think that Spotify playlist placement and um, follower counts and stuff, that's not going to lead you to success. What's going to lead you to success is is a fan that is, is very invested in you being you and wants to see that, wants to watch it, wants to listen to it, and is so willing to do so that they will subscribe to patreon or or you know whatever mm-hmm. whatever service you use that where you uh are collecting money directly from fans right into your pocket in exchange for you being you yeah i mean a patreon existed when you were a teenager like that kid that you were that was like pirating radiohead videos off the internet would completely have paid uh you know a subscription fee to have access to those yeah, off the absolutely. Internet. Yeah, you know. And then you throw that on top of of merch and the small amount that you might make from streaming and YouTube. And when we can play live again, you know, if uh, you know, putting together your own tours and stuff like that, it's all these various revenue streams that can that can that can add up to a significant amount, hopefully. And people always act like this is some dirty word, like um, you're compromising yourself by like making a podcast or a YouTube channel or whatever. But, and 
what way is it a worse compromise than letting a record, major record label have complete control of your career and identity? You know, it's, uh, it's a, there's definitely bad things about what's happening right now. There's always been good and bad things about the music industry and it's going to continue to be that way. So it's up to us to understand who we are and stay true to that and, and just be passionate and want to connect to people. Like if you're, if you're a musician, you're really passionate about it and you're going to want to connect your fans anyway. So I don't think it's such a stretch to, you know, have a YouTube channel or whatever. It shouldn't be about like, how can I make money off this YouTube channel? It should be about, here's some more about who I am and my process or whatever you want to convey. And if you continue to work really hard and get better, that's the thing. It's like, you have to just be really good as an artist, you have to make good music, really quality content and, um, and be interested in your fans and you're going to make a living off of it. Like no one's saying you should be making millions and millions of dollars off this, but you could possibly not have to have a second job if you keep doing it. Yeah. And have, and have a, a core invested fan base. That's, that's excited about you. And I, I think that, you know, success is, is so undefined and, and it's whatever you want it to be. But but for us, that would be success. Yeah, I mean, those those platforms are out there and you can hop on at, at any time and, and start making connections and uh, and hopefully true fans. That's that's yeah. that's really that's really what we're after. And um I mean, you were talking about how like the comedy community is actually like way more ahead of the music community in this. Oh yeah, the comedy community is nailing it. I think, especially the comedy podcast world. I mean, I I'm on two of their Patreons, and you know, it's five bucks a month, but I wanted the extra episode a week or whatever, mm-hmm. and 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 that's really what it comes down to is like you know, I I felt connected to this thing. I like thing. I want more of it. Mm-hmm. Here's five bucks a month. I mean, even beyond getting extra content, just being like, I want you to keep being able to do the thing you're doing um, and do it the way you want with your vision. So here I'm giving you directly some money to do that. Yeah, I, I believe in it. I support it. Therefore, mm-hmm. here you go. Yeah. And again, it's this idea that um, for musicians, that they shouldn't be making their money off of other things. But uh, what's what makes more sense than this sort of like direct funding between people and not, um, to a company? Yeah. I mean, I, I really think that if, if it's, if it's fun and exciting to be a fan of your band, then you're doing something right. I mean, that's what it it should be. When I was a kid, you know, discovering a band that is like a fun, unique experience to dive in, you know, that's so valuable. And, and I think now you can directly monetize that, you know, if it's, if it's fun and exciting to be a fan, then here, here's an offer. I mean, that would be, I think one of the main, um, definitions for us of, of success is real, like fans that are excited to know us. It's like, you know, when we go see a concert, um, and we happen to like, come across we see the band like on the street and we say hi and you know and it's really cool um it's that we want people to have that feeling about us it's like they can tell the story of of why how they got into us and and um and beyond just you know listening streaming a song there's got to be 
more to it. And well, we played. I remember one show. We, you know, take us for example. This nothing new band. We we showed up to a Seattle show once, and um, and someone we met at the show was like, "Oh yeah, like I was I was coming to the show to check out the other band, but like I found your YouTube channel and I watched all your videos and like." Mm-hmm. You know, you you felt this connection like, oh, well, therefore you kind of know us mm-hmm. and you know our story and what we're trying to do and what we've been through, um, you know, before you walked in the door to the show. And yeah. now you get to see the thing live. You paid the door money. I mean, it, the, the path is there. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't want to be, you know, that sort of super accessible, like this is me, this is, you know, this is my daily life, blah, blah, blah type of thing you can still create a persona over um, over social media and have complete control of that. You can still do, you know, weird videos that don't have you in it. You can use um, you can use programs to make really weird visuals. And we've actually had a lot of fun making our own music video. We did that recently. Yeah, I mean, if 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 what you're concerned about is the demystification of an artist, um, you know, I completely understand that. I you know when I first got into Radiohead or something as a kid, they felt like these mysterious creatures, or like you know, a gorillas. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> like what the heck getting is this? into getting gor- into gorillas when I was like 10 and didn't even know, like, I'm like, are they a band? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, but I'm so, <laughs> I'm so intrigued. If, if that's the issue, then yeah, there's creative ways around that. Just like, yeah, what you did, the gorillas, perfect example. <laughs> I was like scared of, their video the first time i saw it oh yeah i was, was creeped so out creepy. i was totally creeped out by the clint eastwood video but i like had it recorded on vhs and like watched it a million times and it, it wasn't until i like saw their cd in a mm-hmm. store that i was then like oh okay so like it is a real band with a real album mm-hmm. but i still couldn't grasp it and like yeah that just like i'm talking about like it was fun and exciting to become a fan of that yeah. and dig into that. It's a way that like authenticity means something different to everyone. And authenticity doesn't necessarily mean low budget. Authenticity doesn't necessarily mean super slick. It doesn't necessarily mean your face on everything. You know, it, it can be what you want it to be. Yeah. So, you know, I know that's a lot. Uh, that's what we think on the matter. And I think that, that the self-sustaining economy of that can exist and and we'd love to hear your thoughts on it and i know it's a lot of work and uh, you know just like we started this episode by saying this is our third time doing this episode because we had some <laughs> technical difficulties i'm tired my mouth's dry but like you know we just we're just trying to make this content man <laughs> so check us out on spotify <laughs> yeah yeah stream us um i'm sure there i mean like being the third time, there's like different things we've said each time we film this. And there's probably lots that I'll later be like, oh, man, we didn't end up covering this thing that I wanted to cover. So um, there's, feel free to point out things we missed um, that we didn't address or that you think we're wrong about. Uh, we think it's perfectly great to have um, discussions about things and not everyone has to 100% agree. Um, and we'd love to learn things from you and your experience as well. Yeah, especially if you're another new band out there that that is is trying to do cool stuff just like we are. If you have a different take on this stuff, I want to hear it because, yeah, it's always an interesting discussion. Thanks so much for listening. 
this is you don't care about this band. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> is that how you're gonna? I'm Joe. I'm Stephanie. <laughs> and we're Separator. Um, I'm sure we have a new song that just came out or is about to come out. So follow us on the things, and uh, and we'll we're talk to there. you soon. Yep. Bye.